Just like it's been a continuous tiredness. Continuous tiredness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't oh, seen to recover. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of okay. waiting for the drop. Like, are we going to cover here? Like, oh, I'm just tired. <laughs> I remember I was, I was talking to someone um, and I was like, how are you? And they were like, I'm tired. But you know what? I felt tired last night. And then I said, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep. And then I went to sleep. And then I woke up. And then I was tired. I'm still so I'm tired. Like, yeah, I, that I, doesn't mean to check the iron. <laughs> do you get something? Oh, Joe, do you get something? Something is fundamentally wrong there. <laughs> you yeah, get totally. oh, but I think the... those seasons when it just feels like mm. you're going to bed. Up. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> do you get Do you get It's just the, it's a serious mental tiredness. Yeah, at that point, is. I think oh, it's mental. Yeah, although I think there's this, there's this, there's this. I don't know whether it's called a scientific study. I'll be theory. Yeah, I don't know. But I think there is something that says that if you sleep for too long, you wake up tired. I don't know how true that is. You know what? My I more science does. I actually don't know how true it is because neither I do I. Because you sleep for a long time doesn't mean you actually have good quality sleep. Do you get? That is so true. I think that is not, true. It's not exactly accurate. But Mm, okay yeah i think it's mm. just african parents did that study <laughs> oh my days true sure yeah. all right welcome to the dish <laughs> we have another guest uh today who i will introduce shortly but firstly we're going to get into the appetizer thank cool. you for having so me. on the oh no worries no worries i'll introduce you soon the thing on the appetizer for today is would you rather always be hot or always be cold hot hot that is shocking yes that is hot. shocking you'd rather always be hot i think so maybe i need to be i just feel hot, like but mm. i'm sorry this country <laughs> right now, you know mm. winter it's not for me so for me like i just you know when i go to lagos it's hot and you know you are hot, but I, you can get some small mm. AC. But even with cold, look how much you spend on heating. Although AC is well, Trisha, do you get? <laughs> I, I think my my I reasoning was cold. I'd rather always be cold because I you feel like there are more. Heat. Yeah, exactly. There are more remedies. Do you get? Like you if I'm always cold, last last, I'll always wear layers. Wear layers. Do you really feel warm? Because for me, I'm wearing layers. I mean, every winter, you know. Your babe level goes from like 100 to about, <laughs> well, if it was 100 in the first place, to about 50. Because you go from looking so nice to wearing like five layers on your, you know, <laughs> my friends, one leg is on the high and I'm just nah, like, you want to disgrace me. So, you like, but you'll be outside and you're still cold. You know your mm. So, I think with that, I don't know. No, but funny enough, you know. You know the way someone, someone, you know the way someone described it to me. The way someone described it to me is that they like being, they like being warm in cold. I think that's the way I'll describe it as well. I think I, I actually relate heavily. So like, you know, when you're in a room, when you're mm. like about to go to, when you're sleeping, and the room is really, really cold, but you're like next to the heater and you're like under your duvet. Yeah, so you're warm, but, see, but it's I really cold. struggle to sleep in the cold. 
Ah, well. <laughs> I didn't grow up in one of those houses where our AC was on 18 degrees. Like, we never did that in my house. My mom put the AC on 26, like, she was trying to kill us. So, 21? 26, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, so what's the point of the AC? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, so, we you never, I can money. never remember a day where in my house mm. the AC was on 18 and it was blasting. Maybe if my brother did it, it wow. anyone. But so for me, I was so used <laughs> to being like kind of warm. Mm, okay, yeah. fair enough. I guess so that's what you're used to. No, yeah, being hot, being hot at night. Yeah, being hot at night is not nice. Though I think I don't know. Being hot at night is not not nice. It's not. No. Just just be just sweating. Be warm, like you know. <laughs> yeah, like in between, in between. Yeah. In between is ideal. Definitely but, yeah. cold. Um, yeah, hot and cold, definitely. You say definitely, like, you would rather always be hot than always be cold. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough, Cher. I guess that's like a thing of what you're more used to, kind of. Uh, yeah, know. and they're both extreme, um, so none of them are great anyway. So. Mm, true. That's true, the lesser true. Evil for me. I say, I guess what you're most used to. I guess what I'm, mo- what I'm most used to is warmth as well i grew up in lagos as well like i was there yeah. 16 sure you guys. so but for me i just feel like in yeah in the sense of them being on the extremes i'd rather always none neither are preferable but i'd rather mm. always be cold because i feel like i can adjust to it better than yeah, for it to true. be hot sure yeah. guess. i think i think yeah. that's my answer i think, I think that, that's my reasoning that's yeah, that's my reason. Agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, <All right>. agree. <laughs> to disagree. <laughs> cool. Um, before we continue, remember to check us out on Insta at the Dish with TV. We have lots of Insta exclusive content on there, so be sure to head over and engage with us there. Also, be sure to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts slash Spotify, or if you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button and don't forget to subscribe. And now I'm going to introduce a guest. I'm actually really excited. You know, yeah. I'm actually really, really excited to have you on this podcast. I must say. I must say. I, I just think, anywho, I, I think you're really cool. But anywho, um, today we have a truly very unique guest. She is a musician. Uh, also a speaker. Also Ooh. a writer. Wait, are you talking about? You're not talking about me, right? <laughs> 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 oh, truly a very, a very, very unique guest. Um, we have on the podcast Atiduke. Welcome, 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 welcome yeah, well, to the podcast. Me. I was like, is he adding someone to the call? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, hey, that no, sounds no. like me. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, that, that, it is you. <laughs> There's no one else here. <laughs> There's no one else here at the moment. That's it, yeah. Um, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll talk, talk about a bunch of things. I, I figured what would make sense, you know, in terms of where to start from um, is, so you do music. Mm-hmm. You re- recently released uh, an EP uh, and everything, which was very, very yeah. cool. I, I thought it was very, very cool. Personally. Thank you. Um, what was the 
Yeah, what, what was the process? This is always like my first. This I pretty sure this is pretty much always my first question. If listeners have noticed, like for me, it's always like, what was the process? What happened? Like, how did, how did you get there? You get what I mean? Like it just intrigues yeah. me. Like what was the? Because I would I would imagine because I just feel like more often than not with stuff like that, right? It's not really you don't just wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm yeah, EP today. <laughs> you get what I mean? <laughs> there was something. Uh, you know, it, there was There's a process in it. So like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think I'd always, I'd wanted to release music for years. I just kind of felt like time wasn't right. So I've been writing because like I became Christian, I was 17 and I wasn't really into writing or singing till then. So I went to a very creative church. So I rubbed shoulders with lots of people who were like super creative and just ended up a lot of things coming out for me so i was already writing poetry and you know someone just challenged me to, to write music so i was writing a lot and i felt like one year into it because me i'm a very fast paced like i just want to do everything one year into it i'm like i'm gonna release music and this is that and i just felt like what well, like sit down honey. Um, <laughs> like chill <laughs> yeah you need to you need to chill out so this was like <laughs> years ago and then mm. i just kept on writing because i guess that's what you do when it's not time to release something you don't throw you know the vision away you just keep keep building yourself so i kept doing right. that i had a lot of issues with my voice so i kept like i had some vocal training and like things like that mm. and then um i just went through a really rough path i think 2020 was rough for a lot of people it and for me, indeed. it wasn't any different. <laughs> yeah, confirm. I mean, because of the pandemic. Yeah, I was but also, <laughs> yeah you know, the isolation. <laughs> yeah. And oh, I think for no. me, yeah, there was kind of a drifting that happened in 2020 because um, I was just looking at my life and I was just like processing a lot of things that had gone on in my life and like a lot of trauma. And I was mm. just like, I'm just tired, God. Like, I'm just tired. Like, there's mm. nothing else. And I just felt kind of. I don't know. I just felt kind of like giving up. I just felt like, God, I don't really know what you're really doing with life. Like, look at my life. Is this really how you want it to look? Like, I was just, I just had a lot of questions and frustration and anger. And so I just did what I know how to do. I just, I started writing. Um, and so every morning I go downstairs to my living room, my house. I live with my friends. I was in fourth year of uni and I sit down downstairs and literally God being so good because of, the pandemic i was on a teaching placement at that time and so i wasn't going into placement for the first time in like four years i didn't have to leave the house um for a whole month so literally every morning i go i sit down for like an hour maybe more and i just cry write think and pray and that's all i mm. do and i just wanted god to help my heart because i knew that my heart just needed a lot of healing and in the process of writing i just felt like okay this nudge like it's time and i was like really like right now like in the middle of yeah. all this funk you don't you don't, you don't yeah. want us to deal with the funk first and then but i was like no we're, <laughs> we're walking through it now um that's it's time and so i didn't have a date i didn't have anything i just knew this is something i've been waiting on for so long and Right. I just saw that nudge. So I messaged my friend Toby Lucia. Um mm. and I was like, Toby, I, I need to I need to release music now. I need a producer and he just helped me with everything. Like I had so many people who helped me a lot. And yeah, that's 
that was the process of starting, I guess. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. No, love it. Yes, well, so it was something you picked back from what I understand during uh, the top time that was 2020. So a lot of the a lot of the stuff you like wrote, what was it like? What was it about? Like during that time, was it about what was happening at the time? So it was like isolation. Was it stuff that had happened previously? Was it just like, yeah, like what was um, going think, on basically? I think it was mostly about my life, like cleaning me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't write them for anyone else in the beginning. I was just writing because okay. I write for myself mm-hmm. first, and I feel this not even a selfish way because. I need to, me too, I need to be sung over, you know, like, me too, I need to be ministered to, me too, I need to be empowered. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I wasn't writing thinking, oh, this is going to be an EP. I literally just mm. sat down to write things to mm. sing to myself when I was discouraged. So it was a combination of thinking of my past and my childhood and just like a lot of rough things that happened, but just also like where life was at in that moment, I transitioned out of the church. I had a bad experience with certain things and just all sorts of things that had gone on. And um, I was just frustrated. My friendships, I didn't feel very satisfied. Uh, and a lot of it was, was me and was my friends. And it was every, everyone's humanity was just playing, you know, playing itself out. And yeah. I don't know, there was just a lot of things. I think for me, it was, it was about my family. It was me writing, just asking God, like, what to do. So I think all the songs cover a range of things from like where they covering like things like body insecurities and little things like that that are little but they're mm. big when you feel it to so things are, like yeah. deep waters which deep waters for me was it was the day I wrote deep waters where God said yeah it's time to release this because that was my cry of my heart like God like mm. literally let let your love be deeper than whatever it is I feel right now and mm. the pandemic as well like just so much grief like the racism you know that sparked a lot of conversations in my circles that were very very uncomfortable um and yeah so a lot of things were brought to the surface that just it was a messy time <laughs> yeah right uh it makes a lot of sense you know like um all of that and you also um you know you talk about like basically everything that was going on at the time right in terms of mm. just your life and that that reflected in you, you know in everything that you were writing um it makes a lot of sense it, it really it really does in, in terms of just at the end of the day i always say like art is a reflection of the artist basically yeah um so it does you know it, it it's it's it corroborates <laughs> sure you get yeah you, you talk about um race i remember actually i'm going to read one of your um one of your captions which Ooh, i found which, which i thought was really <laughs> <laughs> which i found which i found which um i because you know i try as you know as you guys can tell i do a lot of research into the people you do. Well done. get at this but i, I try <laughs> i try but anywho um this one was from fifteenth uh, of June, twenty twenty, and no, you said there was, the, and the, the picture is uh, you holding a uh, sign that says "I am not a fetish," um, mm. and the caption says there was no other sentence I could have put on my sign. It embodies so many experiences of people violating black women with their looks, their hands, their eyes, and on top of that, making us feel like our beauty is a crime. 
Black women are beauties beyond mirrors. It is more than physical and more than ability or skill. It is more than what we bring to the table, considering that those tables are often created by people who choose to render our experiences as invisible rather than valuing our choices. The past month has been a whirlwind, but silence is being broken and may it ring like an alarm until systems that predate black peoples are torn down. A revolution is overdue. I thought this was really interesting because about a year later, you had uh, Beauty Beyond Mirrors, right? Oh, Beauty Beyond Mirrors existed before that. Before? Yeah. I didn't even even know. No, because it doesn't have a, this is part of my problem, which Mm. it doesn't have a, like an Instagram platform. Mm. It was very hard to trace. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's very Mm. hard to trace. I can't lie. Like, I'm, Mm. I really, so I'm, so I'm wary about making an Insta page because I have this thing about starting things and not being consistent with it. So mm. I'm like, if I make an Insta page for BCG Mirrors, number one, what are we going to post? Like, yeah. I send newsletters every week. Am I going to then post the newsletter on the Insta page? Mm. Like, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't find mm. any purpose for an Insta page. Um, yeah. But actually, BCG Mirrors started in 2017 and it wasn't really... It was an event I had in my house. I just put it on my story mm. and I just said, I'm having this event. Mm. Um, and it was only like five girls. We prayed, we prophesied. And then we had it again the year after. And then again the uh, year after. Twice. Right. So, okay. so I always did it in Lagos. And then um, right. there was one summer I, I couldn't go to Lagos the time I wanted. So I did it in England. But I always did it during mm. Christmas in Lagos. But then ever since we've met school and with work, my traveling to Lagos right. is a bit unpredictable. So it's been very hard to right. do something consistent. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I understand. Okay. That makes that make sense. Because, like, the so basically the the earliest trace of it I could find was 2021. Wow. Which is why I was a bit confused. Yeah, I was a bit confused. I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I was like, did it start? It, like, I literally, I looked at I it, I was like... I my own Insta Because <laughs> I was like, so, so was it an event in 2021? Or like, was it like, yeah, the earliest trees of it I could find is uh, from 19th of December 2021. Well, oh, nice, wow. I think you raise a very good point about like, um, uh, uh, you don't like see a purpose for an Insta page, right? Mm. And so you didn't start one. I think that's really, really cool. I, I generally do. Because I think like... It's about, I guess what it's all about, right? It's about knowing, like, what your thing is. And so, yeah. if, you know, <laughs> if an Insta page doesn't fit into that, then there's no need for it. You get what I mean? No, yeah, I think it's really very cool. hard in this time, though, because you feel like everything needs a platform. Like, mm. I just really struggle with that. So, I have, like, a page called Tales of Wesley that I literally just post random poetry stuff. Mm. And, you know, like, my friends really try to make it this thing. And I'm like, guys, I made this page. Simply because I wasn't confident enough to post some of my stuff on my real page. <laughs> okay. I find the confidence. Please don't make it a platform, you know? And so oh, they made thing, and I'm like, it's just not that deep. So, yeah, it's hard. Because if I manage three Instagram accounts, I promise you one will get neglected. Like, I, I can barely manage my own Instagram account. As it is. Yeah, so, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Uh yeah, no, I I feel that. Um, I hear that. I understand that <laughs> because so I run. Um, yeah, you run have like my, three. My page. Yeah, I run obviously my own page. Um, and then the dish page, which honestly, just 
God has been helping me. On the dish, I've pretty much posted like almost every week now for like a couple of months. That's impressive. Um, yeah. So the main reason, generally with everything I do, the main reason I couldn't be consistent before, even though I really, really wanted to be, is because mm-hmm. I did the IB for sixth form. Oh, and IB... no, cow. <laughs> I'd be no. My friend <laughs> Maribel. So yeah. My friend Maribel. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. I remember, yeah. like, I was in A level. She <laughs> was an IB at the time, and yeah, uh, she was suffering, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of tears. Yeah. <laughs> so i did the IV, which you know so obviously as, as, a, as a creative person i couldn't create a lot in, during yeah. IB because i didn't have the time but yeah since i've since i finished IB, i've generally just tried to be get get back or to being consistent and stuff which you know like god helping me i have been so yeah i've been posting on the dish pretty much every week um oh, wow. more than once a week so but usually about twice a week but you know yeah and then youtube every week as well um podcast every two weeks um so there's my page uh the podcast page the district tv um then there there's the radical remnants one which is but then so that's me that's me and other people so and instagram isn't like yeah yeah exactly so i don't even like you go in terms of posting things it's very barely even my like very rarely would they say what's anything. Yeah. Like, it's usually other See, that's, people. That's so. what it means. I think VCB America yeah. have a team at the moment. And that's yeah, a team. A team helps. For. Yeah. There's no exactly. team. But in order yeah. to have a team, we need, <laughs> I need direction. Mm. We don't really yeah. have... I don't have much direction. <laughs> you don't right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where fair. I'm going that's with this, that's fair to be fair there's also like so for example i also have one for uh the youth nation but the youth nation is a yearly event so apart from when the event is coming close coming up yeah i'm not i'm not i don't need to post anything you know what i mean um yeah so yeah um there's i mean like there, there are ways there are definitely ways to go about it but i think it's very very true and very very admirable that like if you do if it doesn't need that sort of like thing then there's no need <laughs> like, there's yeah no need to even like yeah to go into it i do agree i hear that i had a question which i've now forgotten <laughs> because oh, sorry it's, 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 to do that to no it's all good no 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 no, no. it's all good it's not your fault it's not your fault it's actually it's actually mine because i was going to okay. okay um yes it was about beauty beyond mirrors it's because i okay. um it's because when i said beauty beyond mirrors which you started a year later which was wrong because yeah, that's what that's oh, the earliest okay. I could trace it to share. But yeah. No, there's some things on my page. I think I just didn't so back then, I think I just didn't caption it properly, but there's some videos. I'll well, it's send like, you afterwards. Okay, well, you that's wouldn't, that's you wouldn't immediately know what it is. You don't mm, have to watch Okay. It. Right. Oh. Okay, understood. Understood. See, so clearly I didn't do the research properly. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's all good, it's all good. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't like I said, people that listen to this podcast, yeah. They genuinely, I think, is a very good thing for me, but I'm a genuinely a bit concerned for them because <laughs> the expectations are so low. Oh, no. Expectations are so low. But yeah, it's all good. Maybe <laughs> it's they all just good. think it's a chilled podcast. Like, which, is, which is true, which is very yeah, true. Yeah, exactly, like, which is good. So, yeah, yeah which is good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is good. I personally, I love it. I enjoy it so much. I'm just yeah. chilling. <laughs> like when I look at my shadow, I'm like, about Lagos on fire and all the other one. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. That was an episode a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um. Oh, now I forgot my questioning. <laughs> oh dear. I forgot my question again. I forgot and then I remembered and then I forgot it. Yeah, it was about music behaviors, yes. <laughs> um so yeah, what was the um what's it about? What's what's it all about? Oh, um so it's it's uh, right. It's a like a meetup or workshop and it's um, I guess the original intention is it's for women to come and um, learn about God and adopt a perspective mm. about God where we see him as beautiful. So mm. the word glory can also be, you know, interpreted as beauty. And mm. one of the reasons a lot of us struggle in life is because what we see as glorious or beautiful is not God or is not God's idea of beauty. So the whole point mm. of Beauty Beyond Mirrors is seeing God as beautiful and therefore seeing yourself as beautiful. So when you look at a mirror, right. you just see your reflection of what's on the outside of you, right? Right. But mm-hmm. when you're saying it's beyond mirrors, it's beyond what your eyes can see physically. Mm. And it's seeing yeah. where God sees. Yeah. And so if we see God the way we he's supposed to be seen, and which is very hard, obviously, as humans, but if we see mm. him in, in as beautiful we will see ourselves as beautiful for who we really are, not for what we are, you know, told to be. Um, and I think a lot of people hear beauty beyond mirrors and think it's like, a, you know, those really cute women's events where everyone wears pink and, you know, like, mm. but actually the intention of it, it actually came from the frustration from those kind of events. I just wanted right. to hear the word and teach the word. It was very simple. Like, I'm just, I, it wasn't any like cool revelation of, oh, this is something in the Bible no one has heard. It was just mm. people, like, if your perspective of God is wrong, it, like, everything else is just messed yeah. up. Like, how yeah. you see yourself, how you see the world. But if we can just mm. get our perspective of God right and really see Him as beautiful, because a lot of people's problem is not, um, like we don't see like people see God as mighty and strong and great but to see him as beautiful is to see him as desirable right like and Mm. to desire God is very different from to just see him as cool and strong and able to answer prayers you know that's where real relationship starts from so I think for me it came from a place of wanting women to desire God in that way but I think also because I came from an environment where it was more restricted for me as a woman to do stuff I think that's why I made it more for women. But now I'm mm. starting to feel like I want to do something that's more inclusive of men and women. Mm. Which is kind of hard because I started something and now I'm trying to transition it and it feels kind mm. of I don't know what to do with it. Mm. I feel that. I hear that. Wait, you, so you mentioned you come in a place where it's more restricted for women. What do you mean? So uh, I don't want to go too into it, but I basically went to it. Yeah, that's cool. Like women don't preach and don't don't, like, yeah. So because of that, lots of things I wanted to do, I had to find ways to do them outside of my church community. Um, And so, yeah. So I think now that I'm not in that environment, I'm like, well, I'm kind of like, I can actually do these things in, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, in an actual, so now I'm kind of like, well, 
where are we going with BTB Amaris? Do I want to open it up and make it like more inclusive? Because mm. the name is not a female thing. It just sounds like it mm. because everything associated with beauty, people think about women. People. But <laughs> <laughs> true, like like women hear beauty, everybody oh, it's about women being beautiful and women looking nice and you know, yeah, and it's true. Those things are true. You are beautiful the way you are, but yeah. I'm not coming to tell you that. I'm coming to like tell you about something a lot more important. Something. So yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's what I mean by um, more restrictive. So, yeah, that was a different phase of life for me. Right. Um, yeah. No, fair. I understand that. It's weird. Yeah, when, when you hear beauty, you usually think, oh, yeah, that's like, your hair is like a skin I think care. <laughs> like a. <laughs> 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 yes, you barely, you barely find men there, man. Like, I think if, if, like, I definitely think, like, if, even if just, like, subconsciously, if I met a guy who was like, oh, where are you going? Like, oh, I'm going for this Beauty Beyond Mirrors event. I'm like, I'll be like, okay. I'll be like, okay. Yeah. I'll be a bit surprised. I'll be like, oh, I see. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what I was expecting, but <laughs> fair enough. No, yeah. Um, I hear you. I hear you for sure. For sure. I think um the thing the thing is, right? It's always it's, it's always a uh a, what's the cause? I need to like wrap your head around, right? When um but I think it is a beautiful thing that, you know, regardless of the 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 history right mm-hmm. like you said for example coming from a place where you know women don't tell us too much um i think that you know historically obviously there's a lot of that so there's a lot of you know women not being allowed to yeah. do stuff women not being allowed to not allowed not having access to places stuff like that um and i think this is, i think it's a beautiful beautiful thing that now you can basically like come as women like let's come together and do this it's actually something i it is something I very much like admire and respect about women. Oh, that's yeah. I that I think like I think is actually lacking in men <laughs> because well, so like I don't know. I I feel like no, honestly, I feel like this. I was thinking about it just the other day, right? And I, someone someone can like actually correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I I feel like almost by default, right? Men are almost like I don't know. We're just thought to be a, a lot more like. Lack, yeah, <laughs> just but, lax, but, that, just but like... do you do you see why men are more lax? Because you can afford to be right. Mm. So because of the barriers that are there for women, we can't mm. afford to be as lax. So for if, sure, if yeah. You go to, if if you have so many, like for instance, churches where let's say women cannot preach, women mm. have to now come up with creative ways to solve for sure. their problems. Yeah, for sure. Because nobody Definitely. else is going to solve the problem for us. Whereas if you're in a position mm. of privilege, same thing for like racism, right? Black people have yeah. had to come up with so many creative ways to, <laughs> to, to get do there, things. To something. Yeah, yeah. To, to survive, yeah. you know? I agree. Whereas, <laughs> for white people, like you come to England, see mm. white people, what do you do as a job? Construction. If you have a black person doing construction, they will not have any future. <laughs> like, yeah, know? it's harder. Yeah, yeah it's actually harder. People, yeah. They get to do all these simple things and have easier yeah. lives because they mm. are in a position of privilege. So I think like yeah. privilege means that you just you have, you can afford to be more lax. Whereas when you are the one that is in the fire, <laughs> you have to create yeah. ways to make life Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's very cool things. I I think it's also like it's also 
like I'm a firm believer in the fact that struggle builds community. Yeah, right? 100%. I think there is there are a few things. It's not like a weird thing to say because you know I'm definitely not one of those people that idolizes struggle or whatever. Uh. But I think I think there is a weird. Uh, and I fully acknowledge that what I'm saying is weird, but I think there is a weird beauty in shared struggle, right? And I think this is like even so, even with like black people or whatever in the UK, you can be walking down the road yeah. and you see another black man, and he just, he just nods at you and you nod back, like yeah, I see you, bro. You get what I mean? I see you, There's just something about like shared struggle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just something about shared struggle. I think that's something that happens with like women as well, right? I feel like you have yeah. all these. It is no coincidence that you have all these like communities for women yeah. and stuff like that. I think because, because yeah, there's a shared stuff. Shared struggle breeds hope. Mm. You know, there's yeah. a Bible verse that talks about um, when you're discouraged, remember that um, you have your brethren who are going through the same things as you. Mm-hmm. And so the whole yeah. point of that is not not Paul trying to say, hey, your struggle is not relevant, but to say, mm-hmm. I know you're going through this right now, but there's actually a brotherhood of people going through the same thing. So be Absolutely. encouraged. Because, yeah. you know, really, it feels like it's just you in the moment, but know that if they if they could go through it and get through it, and if they go through it mm. and still be standing or still be joyful, you also have mm. access to the same thing. So I think shared right. struggle does build community because it causes hope and um, yeah, a sense of hope to just rise in, in you knowing that mm. people going through something with you. Absolutely, I agree. I think there's definitely that like solace that comes with it, which. I, I, I think yeah i think i think it's a great thing i think for mm-hmm. men we just never like <laughs> bro like how often do you see like a community for men you get what i mean like it's nothing no, not i think thing. there's stuff coming up there's people they are you know coming what? up yeah they're yeah. popping up Sha. there's yeah, one i saw and, and... i saw one just the other day yeah and also you know there's also a question because now this is where i am my own biggest um, enemy because now my mm. question is Tunke, do we need a community for just women <laughs> and someone might be like oh Tunke, but you're running and and i know i started it but i started <laughs> it i'm one of those people i believe beginning and end so for me i'm like <laughs> do i do we need this because if i'm being honest like being honest like men and women all both bring something to the table there's something about having mm. equal participation and equal true you know and it's, true. it's give or take i think there's seasons for things like i think um mm. there's I, there's this in my old church that i just went to in hall because i move around a lot because of work but they mm. had this thing they do for guys on mondays and i think there's mm. a time for it but at some point so you know maybe it will continue because it's within a church right but when mm. it's not within a community and when it's something like often, like let's say weekly, I'm like, right. how relevant is it that it has to be mm. every, like, it has to be just men. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I, I hear what you're saying. Advocate, so, so. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, though. No, it, does, it, does make, it does make sense. I think the thing is, like, generally, speaking people would always like subconsciously be more comfortable with people like or yeah. people like them you know you can't mm. particularly like yeah so i guess that's always kind of just the that's way true. of course like even when i say oh how often do you see a community for men I'm just, yeah i'm sure that some exist like yeah there's yeah. one of my dad and a few of my friends I'm, they are dads as well so they definitely exist oh, i think wow. um we just don't as 
I think men are just different in the sense that. Yeah. First of all, I think the actual number one problem, right, is that most men actually don't realize the need for community. (laughs) That's the number one issue, right? Yeah. A lot of us, we don't even acknowledge the need for community. So. Do you think that's more of a black man thing or do you think it's men in general? That's a very good question. Yeah. I, I can't really speak for why, for a wise man's experience. Not going to lie. <laughs> Not going to lie. I don't really know what a wise man goes through in this life. So, you know what? I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I don't know. So I can't really, I can't really speak for them. I shall lie. But, uh, yeah, no, from, from what I, from what I know, um, yeah, like, obviously most people I know are black men. Most men I know are yeah. black. So like, I'll I'll say black. I, I'll, I guess I'll say black men for now. If I yeah. talk to a white man who also like feels yeah. the same yeah. kind of vibe, yeah. yeah, then maybe maybe I can speak on that. But other yeah. than that, like I I don't know. Yeah, maybe, so, maybe it is men in general, but I do think black men more. Maybe because you guys are taught that you need to be independent. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something it's something I I talk to I talk um to. My friend, my, 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 on this podcast, um, a few episodes ago, my, my friend raised that. He was basically like, if you think about it, right? Generally speaking, for black people, yeah, we always have to like overcompensate, right? So you can't just be, it, it goes to the point you were speaking about earlier as well, about like, so for example, oh, if someone is like a, a construction worker, there's nothing wrong with being a construction worker, but like for a black person, for, for, to be black, you're always overcompensating, right? Yeah. So it exactly you get what I mean. So in your head, it's always ah, uh, you have to be excellent. You can't yeah. just be, you know, you can't just be living your life. You have to be, yeah. you have to excel, you know. So right. and so basically, exactly, you have to actually be at the cream of the cream, whatever, because you're always overcompensating. And um, basically, my friend was saying, well, if you think about it, like so, that exists, right? Um, mm-hmm. and then also for like men, generally speaking, there's also mm-hmm. a lot of like pressure already <laughs> because pressure, yeah. the whole thing of like, yeah, one day you're going to be like the leader of a family and one day yeah. you're going to have to be like all of that. So for a black man, both join that of being black and that of being yeah. a black combined. And, um, like yeah, it, yeah, it makes for an interesting life. <laughs> Just it makes for a very interesting pressure. life. Yeah, pressure. Pressure yeah. is a lot. Pressure I mean, my brother lot. does this thing called Man Up, and they talk about mm. um, experiences of men. And I think for me, it really opened my eyes because me, I like very much grew up around women. Mm. And so mm. um, I didn't really feel like I got the new perspective. I thought they were just making excuses. But I think. Mm. <laughs> but I think having <laughs> my brother, you know, when he started Man Up, like when they talked about certain experiences with the pressures they do have as men and how they don't you know, mm. get to talk about certain things. I do feel yeah. men, men, particularly black men, do have a lot of pressure externally and internally. Oh, yeah, for sure. They are not taught, you guys are not taught how to navigate mm. um, and how to upload. Because at least for us, yeah, we may not always know how to navigate. I mean, I've had to learn mm. how to navigate life. Yeah. Like, we have each other in a way which we know how to offload on each other and, and draw strength yeah. from each other. Whereas I feel yeah. like men are more so until you have yeah. hit the rock. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. As a man, you're just supposed to. I just leave there. Yeah. Nobody now finds you at the rock at the bottom. They now found you at the rock at the bottom. That's when you now know. 
Maybe something I need is, some help. Like, you, know, guess, you know something is wrong. Something they miss, man, for real. Something they miss. <laughs> it is well, yeah. chat. God help us, honestly. We're God in the help world. us. Yeah, God help us. All right, so we're going to move to uh, the dessert now. Okay. Um, and so for the dessert, uh, we basically, we just take, we take a phrase or sometimes we haven't done it in a while, but a very sometimes, sometimes a Bible verse or like a, uh, a, uh, uh, just, yeah, or just a phrase, just a concept, just a word, whatever. And we basically just, uh, discuss it. It's just a brief, short, short. Actually, I don't know which part of the episode is shorter, the appetizer or, or the dessert. I was going to say the shortest I mean, part the of the episode, but I don't, I don't know whether that's true. Uh, I guess it depends on the episode. But anywho, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let me not get we lead. Um, uh, we basically just talk about we, we just talk about something briefly. And yeah. what I have chosen, right, for us to discuss mm-hmm. for this episode is self worth. Self worth, because I think this is I you know I always try to I think about my guests and then I try and think about something that's down the alley. So you get something that's mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Self self worth. Let's talk about it. What okay. What do I think about self worth? Wow, that's an <laughs> Everyone should have it. <laughs> um, what do I think about self worth? Um. Ooh. I think just the, the idea of self worth is interesting. Um, I just think it's interesting the concept of worth in itself. Um, right. how how you how people define their worth how mm. um even just talking like from a basic so from your basic unit to your wider unit so basic unit is like your family unit and how your experiences in your family unit affect how you see your worth so if you grow up in a mm. house where for instance in my house we were always told you must come first <laughs> if you're not first mm. nothing else matters and not that you know yeah. like my mom was trying to like not because we worthy, but you just don't realize mm. it when you're yeah. saying it to a child. Mm. So for me, then I grew mm. up thinking, if I'm not first, then I'm not I'm not doing anything. Which yeah. is why medicine was the biggest struggle because you are mm. now let's say you have you are doing well and you're finally first, and then you go into a pool of potential or aspiring doctors, and mm. the one who thought they were. Mark, right? <laughs> the crocodile becomes a lizard. <laughs> oh, man. So easy in those moments for your word. And for me personally, I feel like when I went to med school, and I've talked about this one, my other friends is a doctor. Um, mm. My idea of my word, like, I mean, completely, I realized, not even reduced, because you think it reduces, but actually just shows you what's really there. Like, my work was what I could achieve. And yeah. I was like, wow, I didn't feel very smart in school. Therefore, I come, I was not smart. Somebody mm. that has gone through A-levels, gone through IDCSE, all of a sudden, you're not smart because mm. you're not first. And when you think mm. about it, it sounds irrational. Yeah. But oftentimes, the conversations we have about worth with ourselves are irrational, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, I think it's just weird, like, developing worth. But for me, self-worth is a continuous journey of knowing how much god loves me um mm. and knowing how much i'm loved by my community because i think we can keep telling people god loves you god loves you but if you don't have a sense of belonging amongst people 
there's no amount of God loves you that will really. I mean, not saying yeah, that it's not valid, but the truth is, you know, we are we are we experience God through people mostly. So if you don't have a sense of belonging in a community, whether yeah. it's in your family with your friends, even if it's mm. one person, love doesn't mm. feel tangible. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know I what, what do you think about stuff. What? No, I oh, I whole I wholeheartedly agree. I think that especially just the last thing you said, right? I think this is a weird one that you know, as Christians, we we tell people a lot, "Oh, God loves you, God loves you," which is true. Just to be very clear, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is yeah. very true. Very true. Um, the truth. And you know, as you go on on yeah, as as you go on, on your journey, you know, the you feel, you feel God's love in many different ways. Mm-hmm. But to someone who doesn't believe. How are they meant to believe you if, you know, we are meant to be conduits of his yeah. love, you get what I mean? And if we're not, then how on earth are they meant to believe, believe us, you get what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think you've, you've touched on a few things which I think are very key. I think also the fact that, especially when you're young, right, um, for a, a lot of people, you you stake your self-worth in something like an anchor, yeah. right? Um, and it's just sad that, well, not sad, because I guess everyone goes on their own journey, right? But yeah. more often than not, especially when you're, especially when you're young, because, especially because you're so impressionable, you're so, you know, vulnerable, um, you can stake that in the wrong things, in yeah. the wrong, wrongest, wrongest things. I have seen, you know, I've had friends who, have staged their self-worth in other people and mm. in my opinion in in my opinion that is never never, <laughs> never ever it's never a good thing never a good yeah. thing. i don't care who it is you can stake yourself when you're in your parents that's not a good thing i don't i don't care what anybody says that is not a good thing what happens the day that and this is the thing even you know even when people always give the analogy of oh if somebody like says you you should put your hand in fire away from the fire. That's a stupid thing. But and obviously your parents never ask you to put put your hand in fire. But I genuinely think that there is it's just you know that song in Lion King that talks about the circle of life. I yeah. think I believe strongly that there comes a time where you need to start figuring out independence. And yeah. if you stake your value of self-worth even in your parents, right? then you're going to have issues. <laughs> you know, you're going to have problems. I don't um, even know if it's independent. I just think it's like... So I think a lot of it has to do with shame. So I read this book, mm. um, and it was actually the book I was reading when I was writing the EP. I'm not a great reader, because mm. it takes me like five months to read one book. <laughs> but like... Um, confession. You know, everyone's a reader now. I'm trying, but some of us are slow. Some of us only read and our parents told us to write essays, so we didn't like reading because reading was associated with work in my life. Oh, my days. But yeah, so I was reading this book and it was called Overcoming Shame. And even just how mm. I found the book was a whole spiritual experience in itself. But he's a psychologist and a Christian and he does like counseling for families. Um, and I like reading books written by people who are actually trained in those areas, if that makes sense. Because right. Yeah, you know, it's important to, like, mm. the, God doesn't just want everyone to be pastors. Like, do you get what I mean? He wants the psychologist. Mm-hmm. He yeah, wants the teacher, yeah. He wants, because yeah. we all have something Absolutely. to contribute to the body. Absolutely. And so he, he said yeah. um, three things that help overcome shame are vulnerability, grace, and acceptance. 
And I think he said something that always stuck with me is um, humility is supposed to come from a deep sense of worth. Mm. And so we think humility is wearing rags and not knowing who you are. But actually, for Jesus to, like there's a verse in Philippians that says he laid down his divine privilege, you know, and he took the position of of man, right? So he laid down his divine privilege. So he knew who he was. Every time Mm. we see him, we see how he speaks with so much authority, but he still washed feet. And mm. so worth, you know, now in this culture, worth is now spoken of as this thing where it's like, I can do whatever I want. I can be whatever I want. But that's not worth. Worth, yeah. like true humility comes from a deep place of worth. Worth is not yeah. having to defend yourself. And that's something I have to say to myself because I can be very defensive. Is If you know your worth, you won't always need to be defensive because you'll be assured that you are valued, you are loved, you know. And so in an argument with your friend, when that person says something a bit out of line, if you know your worth, your your argument will be more about why you, why they said that rather than whether you believe it's true about yourself. Yeah, so okay. I think it's it's interesting. Like I don't I don't know if it's even independent. I think it's just a lot of it has to do with shame and mm. you know, forming our ideas of who we are around what everybody says about us, which is mm. yeah. You can't not take people's views of you on board. Because mm. I, I went to this um, seminar, like I like all these weird, I don't know, I should have probably done um, psychology or something, but like <laughs> I like these arguments about individualism versus, what was it called? It was about, um, um, uh, I am, I, I feel therefore I am. That was the mm. name of the seminar. And basically how we're living in a time where it's, I feel I'm this, therefore I'm this. And so whereas in the past, they were more like, more objective and more thoughts related. We are more feelings driven. And kind of trying to find a balance because the truth is, I cannot individually just say I am this and be that. I know I am kind because I, I see myself in relationship with people around me. Do you guys mm-hmm. That's you know, too. you know, you have an attitude problem based on how you treat mm. everyone. You know, Facts. yeah. But at the same time, you can't then take on every single person's thought of you. You know, right. so it's this weird tension of like objective and subjective and and um, mm. people's opinions, but also knowing who you are on the inside. And that's why it's good to Definitely. have people around you who are trusted mm-hmm. and who you have a sense of acceptance because then those people can speak life into you into, rather than yeah, it being yeah. this thing of somebody yeah. you don't know like that just telling you you're this kind of person and all of a sudden you are forming yourself according to your words. if that makes sense Def- definitely definitely i agree i think um it's always about but i i just I, i'm a firm believer in balance mm-hmm. in everything everything and anything i, think and I don't have much balance. of that but <laughs> med school <I> mean. <laughs> it's not even money for everything it is well but yeah I'm, I'm a firm believer in balance I think you have to be able to accept criticism which mm-hmm. I think is it's sad because obviously in the world of today anything anything that resembles constructive criticism yeah. can be can be misconstrued and people would like you know but that's a whole different conversation but i think you have to be able i think i think to be very clear i think there are also sometimes when the criticism is in your gift. Yeah. so there's 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 sometimes when i may feel like i want to say something and in my head i'm like you know what no it's not like 
it's it's just yeah. it's just not meant to come from me. I've sh- I tr- believe that somebody else pointed that to them, and it's not going to be. Yeah. Um, you get what I mean? And that's, um, a good, that's a good thing to have because I'd say that's something mm. I really did not have. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, mm. like, cause I kind of grew up. I say whatever I feel like. If I feel like, you know, if I feel like you mm. told, I'm gonna tell you. And I've had to learn, mm. you know. And it's really hard learning. And again, you learn in relationship with people when your friends are telling Definitely. you that. Definitely. you know, nobody asks you for your opinion. Mm. When your friends are telling you that, and you're like, the the criticism is not cute, but eventually you have yeah. to take it on. Otherwise, it affects yeah. relationships. Ooh. Facts, facts. No, I feel that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like everyone. I feel like everyone has to learn though. Like they're always yeah. with everyone, right? It's always it's always a learning curve. It's always a steep. Mm-hmm. Like knowing when, knowing when you know. So you're being constructively like criticized. You know when mm-hmm. someone says something, you're like, okay, I'm gonna take that on board. I'm gonna learn. And then there are other times. Don't get me wrong. There are going to be other times where people are actually just haters. <laughs> it's just that's just how life is. There will that's- be times, right, where like literally, even so, even the thing we're talking about, like self worth, right. There will be times where your own security is going to aggravate someone else's insecurity. That's just yeah. the way life is. Somebody mm-hmm. would actually like somebody's just going to look at you and be like, you know what, this girl is too confident. <laughs> She's just too like, nah, I don't like it. She's just too self-assured. Like, what's yeah. wrong? <laughs> you get what I mean? That is meant to be normal, but it's not. And so to them, it's like it just does them somehow. Show you guys, and then they yeah. start to take it out on you. It's quite sad, but that's just how it is. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I think, like I said, Sha, conclusion for me is always balance. A bit of both, you know, knowing when to say, okay, yeah, I'm going to take this on as constructive criticism. But you can't, obviously, if it's not constructive, don't take it. Because if it's just a kidney of, you know, if it's just, if they're yeah. just hating, as people will say, then you don't need to take that on. You get what I mean? You yeah. don't need to carry their baggage. Let them sort it out for themselves. That's what, that's on me, I think. Sha. Yeah. It's for us to that. Yeah, yeah I, I really, really am. I'm a fan believer, fan, fan, fan believer in you know all balance. of that. Yes, balance. In conclusion of believe, the episode, I don't believe balance. Is good, <laughs> so that would be a conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't think balance believes in you? You want to believe I, in balance? I more balance. <laughs> yeah, I really tried. Honestly, I really tried, I really tried to. It is well. Balance, balance has been. <laughs> for coming on this is such a pleasure thank such a you pleasure so much. Uh, genuinely a you know uh, <laughs> thank you i think i think you're such a such a unique person and i really oh, i really really you. like that i really really admire that yeah i must say i really do um okay. and yeah um thank you guys for listening to all the listeners and i'll see you guys in the next episode thank Bye. you so much Bye. Bye.